Hello, and welcome to Ticket to Gamehenge, the podcast that discusses the science of how to get your friends and family to like our favorite band, Fish. We'll share stories from the community on how people discovered Fish and what makes this band so damn special. So join us as we stamp your ticket to Gamehenge. My name is Adam, and joining me as always is my great friend, Kresha. All right, welcome to Ticket to Game Hedge, the podcast where we discuss the science behind influencing your family and friends on how to like the band Fish, our favorite band. So uh, uh, speaking of influence, uh, that's really our topic today. So um, I've had a chance to sort of do some digging on influence and I think about my day-to-day life and the influence I have on people. And um, so I definitely have some thoughts to share, but I want to kick it over to you first. You you put a question out there into the universe about uh, influence and specifically with fish. Uh, did the person, yeah, right. Uh, did the person who was the person uh, who introduced you to fish influential, I think is what your question was. So what did we learn from that? I'm really curious. Yeah. Yep. So again, the, the, the thinking is, um, You know, it's because there's certain people in your life whose opinions you value, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and there's certain people through, and I mean, through, through fault of their own, right? Like if you don't value somebody's opinion, it's because they've given you bad opinions in the past, right? Like there's friends who always make recommendations for shows that you should watch or things you should check out in your mind. You're like, fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) like that is your reaction right you're like i tried this once you know you had your shots i don't know what i was thinking the second time but you repeated (laughs) the piss poor performance from the first time so i am not hold on a second listening to i need an example is there an example that you can share oh tons there's people always because i ask people right like there's people who in the practice we've been taking care of like legitimately for 10 years, like you become friends with somebody. Right. And let's, Mm -hmm. let's not, you know, I see people weekly or bi-weekly. Like I see people more than their family sees them at times. Right. Right. And that means a lot to me. That that means a lot to me. That's really special. Like there's families that have grown up in the practice. It's just a, it's wonderful. Mm. You know, so somebody would be like, oh, you should check out this show on Netflix. And I'm like, Rochelle, you know, so-and-so, you know, they seem like they're a reasonable human. They said to check out the show. And honest to God, it's like, <laughs> we're like 15 minutes into this, into this, right? And I look at Rochelle and she's like, I was just being nice, <laughs> you know, like I wanted to, I wanted to, or somebody makes a, somebody makes a recommendation for a restaurant, right? And you're like, oh, okay, mm. you know, yeah. and you know, it's just, or pizza, you know, pizza is the word. Everyone's got a recommendation for pizza. Right. Anyways. Right. And then there's other people who they get it right. And you're like, all right. In your mind, you're like, check. Like you got one in the plus one books. Right. Right. But but then you have to think about, is it a matter of they then have the same type of taste that you do? Because there's probably plenty of other people that feel the same way about that mediocre pizza that you don't think is very good. Right. And and maybe that's where we're going to get into in terms of the separation about alignment when it comes to opinions and who can be influential. Okay. Anyway, go on. So, I mean, and again, I think, I think there's just influential people in your life, you know, like I, I remember reading the book and maybe this is a question for this week, but I remember reading the book. It's called mastery, I think. Right. Okay. And uh, the first chapter is on, you know, looking through the windshield. So he talks about visualization 
and he takes and the experiment that he quotes is super cool there was a there's a, a club i think it's spartak moscow tennis club spartak moscow tennis club which is one club in russia has produced more top 10 female and male tennis players than the entire mm. united states tennis program wow right so hmm. you know and then That's they incredible. ran an ex they ran it, it's amazing and they ran an experiment there and what they did was they um they took they they took 10 random people who were coming for tennis lessons and they picked the worst one like it was it was they picked the worst athlete the one that showed the least amount of talent or skill and then what they did was they just practiced the visualization exercise right so they're like here's what we want you to focus on but it was really specific advice the feet do and they were trying to teach this person how to hit a, a back hit the feet go like this, watch my feet, visualize it, you know, and it was structured visualization. It was see it like this, this many times, look at my knees, look at my hips, see how I'm turning it. And then they went from this lady, it was a lady, went from, and I understand this is a case study, so it's not, you know, 100% science, but this lady went from being the worst to hitting a capable backhand, you know, in the, ma in the manner of like an hour and a half. Wow. Right. So there, there are people who have an effect, whether it's the way that they communicate. And this is what I'm looking to, to find out. Right. Like, I mean, even when I posted the question on Reddit, right. Some of some people, the responses were great. I found fish myself. So am I, you know, like, am I influentially like, that's great. But, other people, <laughs> but the majority of maybe people, they're an influencer. Like, we'll see. hundred percent. But I think like over 75% of the people were like, yeah, it was my big brother or it was my parents or it was, you know, in my life, like I have lots of people that got me into like various kinds of music because they were just, I respected them as a person. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the point of this was, you know, and it's a hard look in the mirror sometimes, you know, maybe if, if you're unsuccessful, you know, you won't, cause again, like, let's not pretend like we're doing this for some altruistic reason. Like we have a selfish motive for get to get somebody into fish, right? You yeah. want to be that person in somebody's life that people look up to. So you want to be an influencer and you benefit because now you have your buddies or your wife or whoever they're having a great time. They're like, yes, this is so much better. Yeah. Right. So absolutely. there's a, there's a selfish reason. So it's a hard look in the mirror when you're like, man, am I crappy at motivating people? Like, do I just give bad advice? Do I give too much advice? Right. So I, it, it was more focused to that. And I think, I mean, it's a small sample size. Um, you know, it was only, I think only 40 or, or, or 70 or something like that people commented, but um, you know, not enough to, to make anything, uh, you know, for sure. But it's, it definitely sounds like there's a, a trend there that we could explore further. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Cause when I think about the type of band that fish is, you, you would, you would need some explanation. I would think, right? I, I mean, if you just said to somebody, hey, you should check out this band Fish, like, where do they go from there? You know, or are you going to stop and explain a little bit about why? And um, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of different to think about how you would. So when we took Andrew to the show, so for, you know, for people listening, we introduced um, our friend Andrew uh, last year, you know, when they were on tour, we went to the show in Toronto. And he's like, okay, you know, like, so first of all, I mean, even the fact that he like reached out and said, okay, well, what do I need to know? Mm -hmm. You know, it just, it means that we select, you know, the chances of somebody getting into fish, we selected somebody that was good. Right. My response, I don't didn't give it too much thought, you know? So my response was just be ready to listen to music. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, it, you know, like we talked about that last week, but going in with an open mind and um, like, and if you like music rooted within that, I think I think you're gonna have a good time. You know, like if you like comedies and you go into a comedy not knowing what's what, you're probably going to enjoy it. It's gonna take you on a bit of a ride. And then hopefully within there, there's all the other stuff that goes along with it. There's, you know, there's a song that really resonates with you. There's a moment where the beer just hits you right or whatever that might be. Yeah. You know, and it all kind of comes together. Um, yeah, I, you say that. I I wish we were. I wish. I just want to. I I want to be on tour right now. You know, because it's like it. It would be it, our show's coming up, right? So, so it would away. be coming up next Tuesday and Wednesday. Would have been. <laughs> God, and it's come and it's come really quick. And I think it's because we haven't had to necessarily wait for it. You know, it's like watching uh, water water boil. If you just stare at it, it takes forever. So can you really have that date? But that's okay. All good things come to those who wait. Um, another thing that I sort of found interesting, you know, I did a little bit of searching on influence because I think it's one of those terms that people know what it is, but it's really, really layered. It's, you know, the different types of influence. And, um, you know, when I think about the influence uh, for me, and as I kind of journey down this path of influencing people to get into fish my day-to-day life in the building that i work in i'm the top rank employee i'm the boss right so there's there's a certain amount of influence that i yeah right like people call me boss from time to time big boss man yeah yeah boss man is what they say to be honest with you and and uh and it's interesting because i i walk that line of am i really influencing these people or are they doing what i'm asking them to do simply because of my title you know, and then I have to kind of think back to the relationships that I'm building and, you know, that term, if you've ever worked for somebody that you're willing to run through a wall for, or that coach that you're willing to run through a wall for, like for some reason, our high school football coach, who, in my opinion, was a total dick, like I did, I did not like him. And I don't care if he ever hears this, like I, I don't care. He was just, he, he was a lie. dick, but, but when it came to practice, he could, he could grind us and push us. And, and really when, when I think about the, when you just talked about that tennis example, I immediately went completely different scale to our high school football coach. There's no, there's no necessary reason why we should have been as dominant or as good as we were. It was because of our coaches and the program that they had set up. Right. Um, um, but anyway, getting back to it, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about the types of inf- influence that you can have. And then I started like, going out from there and what makes somebody a really good influencer. And one of the things that I found was when you involve people in the creation of something, you gain their trust, you gain their respect, and they have a bigger attachment to, to the thing that you're trying, trying to do, right? Um, and then, you know, I think about fish and how they've evolved and what they've done in their involvement with their fans and how they've been able to bring people in. And then through that influence, um, you know, really, really, really kind of gets me thinking about different ways that we can go about this and bring and bring people into it. So um, can I add to my, that? Yeah, of course. Oh, sorry. Getting to my point, get to your point and then I'll add. Uh, no, I'll do my thing after. I, I think, yeah, go ahead. So I think it's important. Uh, to look at uh, to look at successful businesses, right? Because what you're talking about essentially is it's branding, right? Like, it's interesting to me that I have never, ever, because it's different than manipulating somebody. And I like where you're thinking, right? Like, compliance is not influence, right? Because I have authority and I can I can I have the force and I wield the gun or however you want to say it, and I get you to do something 
Mm-hmm. Begrudgingly, begrudgingly, we're we're not talking about that. We're talking about how you involve people, you know, like you said, without like making them do anything. So it's a matter of brand. I've always been fascinated by how Nike hasn't, you know, Nike's never told me to buy a product or anybody to buy a product. And yet kids go to the stores and they are religious about the fact yeah. that they want Nike, right? Like when they studied Apple, I have to find the study because I think it would be interesting. Um, and, oh, sorry, before I talk about the study, have you ever seen the, it's uh, Start With Why Talk by Simon Sinek? Have you seen that one? Yes. People don't buy what you do. They buy why, they buy you, why do. you do I do talk it. about that all the time. Yeah. Sure. So when they studied, they studied the fans of Apple, they did a study looking at like brain waves and stuff. And when, when fans of Apple saw the logo, their brains responded like religious, religious people seeing their deity. It was the same mental response, right? Same and yet Apple, response. 100%. And yet Apple sells expensive products. They never go on sale. If anything, they just keep raising the prices, right? And people are lining up to get these things. So this is the type of influence that we're talking about, right? Like it has to be, and you know, like the cool part is, is you know that it's happening and yet you still do it anyways. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's incredible to think about that as you're as you're saying that about Nike. I'm thinking back to every ad that I've ever seen for them. There's never a price. There's never a dollar symbol. It's a message, right? It's it's uh, the only thing you see is the just tag. do it. Just do it. And yeah. you have some kid, you know, and there's some ad of 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 some kid, you know, who's like the the best one that I just saw recently. It's older, but like some like really chubby obese kid like just chugging you know and you connect emotionally to it right away and it just hits you right in, right in the feels as they say in 2020 <laughs> yeah um so anyway just as we kind of uh uh kind of wrap up or go towards wrapping up influence um i guess i never really thought about it but i did a little bit of searching and i found this really nice little infographic about the many faces of influence and the and that and the types of characters, I guess, that are involved in a social change. Um, and I almost think about some of the characters that are involved in Malcolm Gladwell's The Tipping Point, right? I don't, I don't know if you've read that. You probably have. I have, yes. Of course. of course you have. How many books a year do you read? Off topic real quick. Before it was a lot. It's interesting. So I need to justify. I think before I would read about between 20 and 30. Okay. And and now I'm I'm far more selective because what I found was there's no shortage of information. It takes mm-hmm. a long time to apply the information, so I'm more mm-hmm. selective in what I read, and I'm I'm more critical to actually take the lessons that are in the book and try to apply them to my life. Gotcha. Okay. You know. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm not a big reader. I'm more of a watcher and a listener. <laughs> to be all the same. All the yeah. same. I think. I think. Yeah. I think reading is. I think reading as a medium is overrated in the sense that we think it's more valuable than other ones. Mm-hmm. You know, really like learning and 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 application is really what we're we're striving for. I think. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. So anyway, the many faces of influence. So I found this. Can thing. you send There's, me that? Yeah. Can you yeah. Send yeah for me? sure. There's the celebrity, right? Their online audience is the size of Texas, so they just have a big audience. Therefore. How do they get there is more what we're concerned about. Sure. The authority, my opinion is worth more than gold in my space. So that I would think would be like the boss, the connector. I like to connect dots and create links and often the connector with people, the personal brand. My name is my equity. 
The analyst, I form and communicate credible insights. The activist, my beliefs make me move mountains. The expert, I wrote the textbook on my subject. Uh, I'm a respected authority with an agenda, which is the insider, sorry. Uh, the disruptor, I stir the pot and create healthy debate. And lastly, the journalist, I am the new news industry. So which one are we? Which is this podcast? I would say, I think you and I are probably different influencers on this scale. Because sure. we, have, we have different backgrounds. We're into different things. I think I am the, I'm going to say I'm the connector slash the analyst. I like data. Okay. I, li I like information. And I think, and I've been sort of wanting to sort of voice this, like for anybody that's listening, like where I, I like, I think where I'm at with fish and did the bit of interaction that I've had with people online, I would say on a scale of one to 10 in terms of 10 being the utmost super fan, been to hundreds of shows, knows everything that you can spew out about the band and can tell you anything you want to know. And a one maybe being our buddy, Andrew, that we brought to one show who has seen them not that many people have, I guess, given the vast majority of people. Um, I would say I'm a probably uh, four or five. I've got a lot of room to grow, but I'm at the stage where I'm really, really hungry for as much as I can get about the band, um, their music, their, their reach, their background, their, you know, anticipating next steps. I'm excited to talk about Trey's new album next, but uh, um, I'm striving for more information. So as I get more, I'm making more connections and drawing more conclusions and, um, yep. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, that's totally. sort of where I think I am. For you, where do you think you are? I, I don't know. I'm more interested. I'm more interested to hear. Uh, I'm more. I have. I'm more interested to hear what you think because I don't. I don't have all of those memorized, so I'm not looking at it, so I can't really comment. And I have a question based on what you just said. So tell me your thoughts, and then I'll uh, I'll ask you that question. Okay. I would say you are. I think you're partly the activist. My beliefs make me move mountains. And I would I also say, I would also say you're the insider. I'm a respected authority with an agenda. Because <laughs> I think back to your, your uh, I don't want to say devious because it was for the greater good, in my opinion, your plan to get me back on the train. <laughs> so clearly, it clearly worked. I mean, had you I told me... Yeah, had you told me 14 months ago, I'd be sitting down with you every week to record a conversation about fish and how to get other people into fish. I'd be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I know like 30 songs that I play from time to time and I don't know what the hell Possum's all about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, you know, you know, hey, in a fairly short amount of time, I've really moved forward with it. So, yeah, I, I, I think, um, so I guess, I guess my question out of this is how do we apply this? And for those that are listening to this, how where do they go from here in terms of influence in terms of influencing others to 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 like fish where do you you're asking me yeah like that's what we're trying to figure out um again i think listen man i i uh i think it's okay first of all like this is this is a more philosophical conversation but i it's okay to be selfish right like we're selfish we're humans which means that i can't possibly have everybody's best interests top of mind. I have my own best interests top of mind and I operate from the place of, I want to get what I want, but I also I'm okay. You know, like I don't want to harm other people in the process. Right. Right. So like, I don't know, man, there's, there's, there's just something amazing about bringing your friends along for this, you know, and, and 
the more comments I hear and the more people that I talk to and the more I listen to people's stories around fish, it just seems like it's better when, you know, people that they love are, are involved. So I don't know. I think, yeah. I think there's something to be said about that. My question to you is, okay. And somebody posted, somebody posted this in the grateful dead Reddit, the subred. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I thought it was a great question. I didn't read the responses because I wanted to think about it more was when can somebody consider themselves? His answer, his question was a deadhead. Like when would, like when do you consider yourself a deadhead? So the same thing, when do you consider mm. yourself a fan? Right. Cause you like, you brought the scale out between like 10 and one. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, what are the, mm -hmm. what are the conditions? Right. Cause I don't know, man, I think that, you know, I, I and again, if anyone disagrees, I would love to hear why you disagree, but I don't necessarily think that like going to a ton of shows, you know, would make you, I think it's part of it, but I don't think it's all of it. Sure. I think there's people, I think there's people that go to shows just to get messed up because they know that it's like a circus and they want to be a part of that and has okay. nothing and has little to do with the band or the music. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think of, and maybe this is my uh, retail manager mind coming in. Uh, have you ever heard of net promoter score? Is that something that's no, active in your world or, or, or business? So Net Promoter Score like is is a is a tool that a ton of retailers and industry use, uh, and it gives you a score on a scale of minus 100 to plus 100, and it's based off of one question that you ask your stakeholders, uh, mainly your customers, and the question is, how likely are you to recommend X brand, business, whatever, to your friends and family? That's okay. the only question that you're asked. They answer that question on a scale of one to 10. People that answer with a nine or a 10 are considered promoters. They're actively going to tell you, hey, you should shop at blank place. You should buy your shoes from blank company. Uh, sevens and eights are considered passives. They don't, it sounds like a good score, but in this equation, they don't really have an opinion. They could be swayed either way. One through six is a detractor. They're going to say, hey, don't shop there. Don't listen to them, whatever that might be. So they score that. Then they take your percentage of all of your answers. So let's say out of 100 people, for even math, you get 80%, 80 people are promoter. That's what you're kind of going for. They score you a nine or a 10. Then you have 10% in the passives, 10% in the detractors. Your score is calculated by your percentage of promoters subtracted by your detractors. Your passives don't count. So if you're 80, 10, 10, your score is a 70. Okay. Right? If you're 50, yep. 25, 25, your score is 25. So a really good score is 80 and above, right? But you can be minus 100. So to answer your question, I would say when somebody is actively a promoter and recommending this band to other people, that's, in my opinion, what would make them a fan. I think there's a lot that would go into the level of fandom and um, obsession or w w whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm at the point where I listen every day. I probably consume five to six shows a week by consuming me just listening in the car, which we might get into later on. We'll see. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, so I haven't, I haven't been to hundreds of shows. I listen to hundreds of shows. So right. clearly it's not the same experience. The same thing with if I've, you know, seen the same movie or movies only at home versus only in the theater, you know, different thing. But, um, but, but I guess, yeah, that's what I would say. When you're recommending this band to other people and you're choosing to listen to that above a lot of other things, you're a fan of the band. 
Interesting. I don't necessarily have an opinion yet. So I just, I just found it interesting. I thought there was a, a multi, there was a lot of layers to the question and I thought it was a good question. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a big scale. It's a big scale. Cause like, like think about it, man. What if somebody, what if somebody just doesn't have the, the financial resources? How can they be less, less of a fan because they didn't go to like all these shows. Right. Right. That just doesn't seem, that just doesn't seem right to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you, you might, uh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's, um, and, and it's a tough thing to quantify, let's be honest. Right. And if, and sure. it, it really, it's if we're going to have, it is fun to talk about, <laughs> but when you think about like the level of debate and how silly that can be, like, who are you to tell me I'm not a fan? Like, you don't know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Ticket to Gamehenge. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. It helps us a lot. You can also follow us on YouTube and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and stay safe.